Hi, this is Andrew Lada. Welcome to another edition of Statistically Speaking. This is episode 81, Back in Black. So when I was in high school, many years ago, we had a local uh, news crew visit to film a discussion, our history class, about the history of racism in America and the continuing legacy of slavery. They actually brought us into a teacher's conference room for the filming because I think it was more photogenic than our bland classrooms. Anyway, I remember being disappointed when I watched the footage on the news that evening because I thought I had made a lot of cogent, possibly even groundbreaking, uh, points about the issues of race in America, but none of those showed up in the story. Yes, there were a few images of me in what was an awful 80s sweater. <laughs> Today we would call it a, a Cosby sweater. But none of my important insights. To make things worse, there was instead extended footage of my best friend, Tone, discussing the legacy of Harriet Tubman's underground train. He didn't say underground railroad. He said Harriet Tubman's underground Train. Seriously, I was edited out, but this fucker gets on the news and says Harriet Tubman and her underground train. Now, that was a genuine mistake on Tone's part, but he also liked to refer to Crispus Attucks as Crispy Buttocks. In case you are unaware, good trivia answer Crispus Attucks is usually referred to as the first colonialist to be killed in the American Revolution. Now, also, Mr. Attucks, or Buttocks, was probably a former slave, and he was part African and part Native American. And more importantly, endowed with a funny name. Now, the reason I bring this up in this podcast is because I have nothing better to do. No, I actually bring this up because there's a current debate going around about the teaching of slavery and the black experience in our schools in America. And it honestly confuses me. Because in my high school, we were definitely educated to a great extent about the history of slavery, emancipation, reconstruction, Jim Crow laws, and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. I should mention, I went to an all-male Catholic military high school in Wisconsin. Now, if white supremacy was going to instantiate a censorship of the racial crimes of America, you might think an all-male Catholic military high school in Green Bay, Wisconsin would be the place. I mean, this place was white. We only had one black student in the entire school. Uh, He was the son of one of the Green Bay Packers players. And honestly, he was kind of an asshole. We also actually had two white kids in school who were the sons of the president of the Green Bay Packers, and they were all assholes too. So I think we mostly decided it wasn't a racial thing as much as progeny of people associated with the Green Bay Packers were assholes. And I hold that bigoted view to this day. Now, I might be wrong. There might be a lack of education today about the evils of slavery and the horrors of lynching and racism in this country, but I find that really hard to believe. I have yet to meet someone who has told me 
that they really never learned about these topics in school. The idea that U.S. history is whitewashed is really hard for me to believe. Now, I also think there definitely could be some additions to the history curriculum that most Americans are not well-versed in, uh, such as the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921, or the Rosewood Massacres of 1923 that happened here in Florida. I think that the Harlem Renaissance of the 1920s and 1930s should be a fixture in history and cultural classes in high school. But the fact is, most adult Americans don't know shit about history. Just try to ask the basic questions that they give in the immigration citizens test. The test you have to take in order to become a citizen of the United States as an immigrant. Give that to a native-born American and watch them flounder. In fact, studies show that 60% of Native Americans fail to pass it. What year was the Constitution written? No idea. How many representatives in our House of Representatives? Pass. But the one thing everyone does get right is, was there slavery in America? Yes. Was it a bad thing? Yes. Was segregation a good thing? No. By the way, for those of you who are trying to play along, it's 1787 for the Constitution and 435 for representatives. Just be glad you aren't trying to become a legalized citizen. The point is that most Americans suck at history. And most Americans, other than the overtly stubborn racists, also realize that we should feel national guilt over slavery and the treatment of minorities. This is similar to Christians who know about original sin and the crucifixion of Jesus, even though they're pretty much ignorant about the Bible. Teaching more history isn't going to make things better. People forget their history. There's currently a debate going on because Ronald Dion DeSantis, the governor of Florida, has recently complained about an advanced placement African-American studies course for high school students in the state. Now, what he complained about were specific topics in the course, not the course itself. There's been some confusion in that in the media. He wasn't trying to get rid of the course. He was trying to get rid of some of the topics. Now, also, though, as I've stated in a previous podcast, in which I referred to Ronnie Ron as a piece of poo, I can agree with his assessments and disagree with his solutions. So, for instance, one of the topics in the course was black queer theory. One can question why this is an important topic for a high school African-American study course. First, blacks are not especially highly represented as members of the LGBTQ LMNOP community. The percentage of blacks and whites that identify as members of this community are essentially equal. Now, again, not the number of people, mind you, but the percentages of whites and blacks that consider themselves LGBTQ is about the same, according to a poll from Gallup last year. Now, if you want to inject some queer theory, put it in your Latino American or Latinx American study course, because Latinos are nearly twice as likely to identify as LGBTQ X, Y, and Z. Also, data from the uh, Pew Research consistently show that black Americans are far more religious on average than any other group, and they're the least likely to approve of gay marriage. 
So why would you spend time discussing queer issues in a class about the history of African Americans? It's like doing a class on the best way to cook a steak in a course on vegetarians. Now, there is a conservative solution to this issue, Ronnie Ron. You pass a law saying that parents and students have a right to see the syllabus and the reference sources online for a course in high school, and then you give them the ability to opt out of the course, which is fairly easy to do because this course is an elective. The anti-conservative solution would be to take away the rights of parents and local school boards and ban the material at the state government level, which is the tack that Ronnie Dio DeSantis chose. By the way, DeSantis also objected to the discussion of Black Lives Matter and paying of reparations in the course. I don't know how you can have a course on the black experience in America and avoid those topics. I don't know how you can just, and slavery ended, uh, got the 1964 bill, and everything was great after that. (laughs) Again, the conservative solution is to make sure students are free in these courses to offer consenting opinions about reparations or BLM without backlash. The anti-conservative solution is to ban the discussion in the first place. I mean, really, to ban that is like having a sex education course and then skipping the orgasm. Now, let's make some steps to create a better dialogue on race in the country. Said everyone without meaning it. (laughs) Here's step number one. Get rid of fucking Black History Month. It's so fucking cynical to say, hey, here's your history month. Learn some black history in the next 28 days and then get back to your life. Black History Month was the fucking reason that the cameras showed up to our white ass school to film us discussing Harriet Tubman's underground train. Why can't we all see this for what it is? It's a cynical ploy by companies to look engaged with the community based on whose fucking month it is and then move on to the next non-straight white male group to coddle up to the next month. They're like those people who won't take down their damn Christmas trees but just change the ornaments for each month's major holiday. Fuck. Sorry, Caroline. Here's how ridiculous this is. So the other night I was watching the Wisconsin Badgers basketball team play against Ohio State. Now the Wisconsin Badgers colors are usually red and white, but they were in black uniforms. Why? Because it was fucking Black History Month and they designed new uniforms that were black. Because black people mostly wear black? That makes no sense. Worse than that, The Badgers, Wisconsin Badgers starting lineup is four white guys and one black guy. So were the white guys, they're not in blackface, mind you, but were they in black shirt? On the other hand, Ohio State playing against them starts four black players and they were all dressed in white. How does this make sense to anyone except the creeps in the Wisconsin bookstore who want to sell new black jerseys to lily-white Wisconsin students. Fuck. Oh, and the white boys in black shirts won the game. Don't know how to feel about that. Pass the tequila. Out!